<laughs> to another episode of the Alpha Waves Pod. Yes. In the building with your lovely hosts, myself, Karen, <laughs> and my wonderful co-host, Cam. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We are back, back again. How are you feeling? You good? Yes, I am good. How are you? I'm all right, you know. I'm all right. Yeah. Good. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Good. Me too, me too. I'm feeling very in my blessings today. Yeah. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Before we jump into our episode topic of the day, mm. I want to say thank you once again for everybody that's interacting with us on our social media. Yeah, for TikTok. sure. Um, follow us on TikTok at Alpha Waves Podcast. Look for this symbol and color scheme and you'll see us <laughs> somewhere floating around it. Um, <laughs> out of that into this... <laughs> Today's topic, yes, is all about quitting. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I don't know. Well, I like it. I like <laughs> <word> association. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should do that more often. What, what nice was we on about? Quitting. <laughs> good and bad habits. <laughs> yeah, quitting habits. habits quitting good and bad habits. Are habits even good and bad, or is it what you make of them? Because there is such a thing as a good habit. Yeah, for sure. But I feel there's also such a thing as any good habit turning into a bad habit. Mm. Moderation, baby. That's what you. <laughs> that's what. You <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need. No, for real. <laughs> Too much of one thing is never great. They say exactly. Mm. And good things take time. How how do you find it? <laughs> what? what's it what's the it that I'm talking about how do you find um, such a <laughs> it was I just thought about it <laughs> and then you looked at me with so much expectation I'm like please we we're recording <laughs> give me it? something I, I don't know where it's me this week I've done it a few times I was talking to someone and I was just <laughs> like so how does she do this or something something and then they was like who's her like who <laughs> and are you do talking what? about <laughs> I don't know. Just so abstract and yeah, <laughs> my head's been a bit clouded. I feel like people mm. know what I'm talking about, or even when I haven't said yeah. it. But no, how do you find dealing with habits? How do you find creating habits? Sorry. So you know what? I feel like I didn't really have a great way of creating habits because mm. I'd start too steep. Like I'd want to do everything overnight in one day. So now I'm taking whatever habit I want to do and doing the smallest version of that and building and building it up because I'm recognizing that, you know, it's muscle memory. Your brain mm. is a muscle. You're training that. So, for example, if you're in the habit of waking up every morning and scrolling through your phone, it's too much to expect that you are going to switch from that straight away the next day and be in a habit of meditating straight away yeah. instead. So. Yeah. You know, things take time. Is it about breaking character almost? You know what? With certain habits, deeper habits, mm. I've definitely had to consider identity with that and what I feel like I'm gaining and losing there. Because things do become part of your fabric sometimes. Mm. So I wanted to start off with the initiation stage of creating a habit because mm. I don't think there's any point talking about breaking a habit until you yeah focus on how you actually create these habits yeah so the reason i asked you need to break a character right is because say it's within your character to you've developed it for a long time mm. be in a certain way and now what you want to do is the complete opposite yeah if you don't change who you are internally as a as a person mm. then what's the likelihood that you're going to sustain this new habit that you want to create in your life it's true. And you know what? There was something really interesting that I read about breaking habits. Mm. And it's asking yourself what the unconscious agreement is with yourself. Yeah. So, for example, just like a random hypothetical. But say if your habit is going to the pub every day after work mm. and chilling with your, your friends or whatever and doing that every single day. And you know that now that you want to stop drinking, etc., etc., You would set yourself up to say okay i'm not going to do this anymore but for some reason end of the day you find yourself back at the pub yeah and it's not that you love the drinking or this that, and the other the unconscious agreement that you have with yourself is if i don't do this 
I'm going to be forgotten by my friends. Or if I don't do this, I the alternative is feeling really lonely at home. Mm. I'm very aware of that. So I feel like when you're breaking a habit, you need to look at what you're actually agreeing to there and pull at that thread to break that habit. How easy is that to do when it's not instantly recognizable though? It's not easy, you know. I've grown to learn that some answers don't come in a moment or in a day like you need to sit on things sometimes Mm. but it is important to ask yourself those questions and truthfully deep down I feel like those answers aren't that hard to get to because you know why you're doing things when Mm. you ask yourself sometimes it's just the absence of asking yourself that question I guess so but sometimes habits I don't know if do you believe habits can creep up on you or do you think it's a conscious de- conscious decision? Do you mean bad habits? We can go there. I wasn't going to go there yet. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I just meant good. I started off on the good. You're trying to take it the scenic route. <laughs> 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 um, I think habits can definitely creep up on you. For mm. sure. And then before you know it, you are full-blown in dopamine city. Just enjoying the fruits of it. If you want to call it that. Well, sometimes. And then also having to pay up the consequences. Yeah. I mean, when do you notice the breaking point? So say you wanted to start on bad habits. Let's mm. talk about bad habits for a minute, right? Let's say you've indulged in something. Mm. You've enjoyed it. But you know within yourself, I can't let this become a habit in my life, right? Yeah. But every time you do it, you enjoy it. Mm. When is the breaking point when you're like, does it always have to go to the extreme for you to say, I need to stop? Not always. I feel like it depends on certain things. So there's certain things that I find if I'm not necessarily starting to do it every day, but Mm. feel the pull of it every day, even if that day I didn't want to, or even if the next day I know that what I'm going to do today is going to affect that negatively. Mm. When the habit starts feeling like that you know like second nature like a pull then i think that's a good first indicator another habit that i'd say that definitely creeps up on you or had crept up on me before was like an eating habit you know like junk food and stuff like that and i didn't start realizing that was a habit until my body changed mm. but you see the, the the difficulty with that is that mm. a lot of it is mental right but a lot of it is your body craving some things that you've started to put inside it. Yeah. But even like, sorry, not to cut across, Girl. but even like some some habits are mental, especially things like, you know, the earlier example I gave, things that make you feel good at the time and relieve your stress and stuff like that. Mm. But then, for example, with eating, that was a habit that snuck up on me because it wasn't for an emotional reason. I was just home more often. It was there. Mm. <laughs> it mm. tasted good. So, and then you just end up doing things. And I feel like, especially at that time where I felt, you know, pretty happy with my body prior, I felt like I had a lot more leeway, like I could do these things and it not affect me. And then before you knew it, I couldn't fit into anything. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say it. It was, it was, it, that snuck up on me. And I was like, hmm, why do I look different in my pictures all of a sudden? <laughs> so, so yeah. The realization mm-hmm. kicked in. No, I get it, but it's um the thing with that, yeah, is again, like I'm saying, is that's not a conscious decision, right? That you, yeah, that you made. But there was a point where you say so it took for you to see yourself in a certain light for you to say enough's enough, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say now you're doing something and you don't physically notice the change, but mm. you still know what you're doing isn't the greatest mm. how do you break that habit hmm those ones are really tough mm. because i'm not gonna lie <laughs> with certain habits i really waited until it became a problem problem before noticing that i had to do something about it and even after that point it still took me a while to do something about it yeah so it is it isn't easy it is really hard but on the back of that what I'll say is the most success that I've had with quitting habits has actually been focusing on it less Mm. you know for example 
let's use vaping as an example when it's in my head like you wake up in the morning and you're like you can't vape you can't vape we're gonna have a vape free day yeah. and i'm saying that throughout the whole day what's in my focus is vaping so that's mm. in my field mm. so the whole day you're thinking about not vaping exactly and what am i doing i'm obviously gonna vape <laughs> but when you <laughs> So I feel like with quitting bad habits, and obviously it depends on what the habit is. Like if it's turned from habit to addiction, that's mm. obviously a different, that's a different level formula. Of yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it requires different, more extreme changes and activity on your part to change it. But I feel like with things like that, or even scrolling on TikTok, that became a real habit for me. Mm. And it turned, yeah, for me, the way that I kind of broke those habits was by focusing on something else because it wasn't like an addiction or like a full craving or something like that where I needed to be actively doing something about it so for me it was more like out of sight out of mind even yeah. out of sight in my mind that makes sense yeah do you um do you think it always needs to be a problem for you to stop it Because you, you said that once it got to a problem yeah. space, that's what often when you... No, obviously the wiser thing to do is to stop <laughs> things. That's, like that's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't set you up, I'm just asking for yourself. Really? <laughs> for yourself, I'm saying. Like, yeah. Do you, does it always need to become a problem for you to be able to stop it? Um, It depends on the habit. Because again, like coming back to unconscious agreements, I feel like I definitely have or had a mm. lot of unconscious agreements and the more i did the work on that which isn't easy work to do and you can still today this week last week get lost in in that part you do need to do that to um move forward and i think also one thing that helps me to stop it becoming a problem i think in the past i, I was more like that i'm not as much like that now yeah but it's to kind of hold the vision in your head of who do you actually want to be like what what is it that you want to be who do you want to feel what do you want to feel like all those things mm. um and hold that as deeply to yourself and as consciously as you can because then it's a bit easier to say no not this of course well that's yeah. like in the ideal world right because yeah. technically nine out of ten habits do make you feel good when you're doing it they do they do mm. so i think again it's paying attention to the thoughts before you do before, the thing before, you know beforehand yeah yeah and also pay attention to what's making me want to do this you know like for instance i know that if i'm feeling a lot of uncertainty in a moment then i'd want to do that or a friend actually gave me an example, like uh, she was going out and she was feeling a little bit of social anxiety. And so she had an espresso, which just does not sit well with her. And she knew that it wouldn't, and she did it. And she said that, you know, part of why that happens sometimes is so that you have an easier issue to focus on than the larger issue at hand. Mm -hmm. So again, being aware of what's driving you to do those things helps, but also, I had another thing and it's left my head. How much does consequences play a part into it? For you? It plays a part, it plays a big part. Mm. But one thing I will say is I'm quite a high functioning bad habit person. High functioning bad habit person. Let me Something about that sentence sounds off, but go on okay well Not off in the terms of like it doesn't make sense it sounds like there's a contradiction in there somewhere there is Go there on. is because <laughs> the thing with me is because i can push through mm. a lot of things those habits i felt weren't affecting me so much right so then it right. lessens the the risk associated with it so you you know you you can still function if you do certain yeah, things yeah, yeah. so then <laughs> why that sounds so crazy <laughs> why is that funny because you know like <laughs> <laughs> there's habits yeah and then there's addicts and that yeah. sounded like i'm a functioning addict at i know things. i know <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <go on. laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? <clears throat> Sometimes it really does get like that. And that's when you have to, again, look at yourself with who you want to be. And I think one thing that was big for me this year was wanting to bridge the gap between potential mm. and being my potential and getting sick of that you know and sometimes you have to be harsh with yourself and just say like 100. what do you want and then that made me realize i was so scared of what i wanted too you know not just scared of um am i capable but mm. the subconscious thoughts that may be associated with success sometimes like for instance you know what is your relationship with success and sometimes i feel like there may be a subconscious belief there that success might bring more problems or alienate you sometimes or make you less reachable to people who are still in those habits. Yeah, yeah. And you, again, like those are the unconscious agreements. So you have to address that stuff. But it's, it's, yeah, no, I get what you're mm. saying. I get what you're saying. Finally, like you mentioned success, right? Mm. There's a thing of being addicted to success. Yeah. But to be addicted to success, you have to have a habit of doing something, right? Mm. So if you spin that in the opposite direction, yeah. Every time you think of habit, it's a repetition of doing something, right? Mm. And you said also that it's when you have a pull for something. Mm. So say there's something that you only get that pull to do when you're in a certain part of your life or when you're in a certain place mm. do you think that because it's controlled it's healthy i do think so actually i don't I know do. why it took so long to say that sorry <laughs> go on I, li I liked it though it was very clear <laughs> very different from your previous <laughs> fill the gap with the questions question <laughs> go on. But, but um yeah, because that's the thing. Moderation is key. And I feel like sometimes what drew me to indulging in a habit more mm. was thinking of never doing it again and putting that kind of pressure on yourself. And when I thought back to previous habits, I was like, there was a point you used to do this all the time. And then you now do not do it again. Mm. And there wasn't as much energy that I put into it to achieve that outcome then I'd realize, like I thought you have to put- A lot so, more energy yeah, into it, yeah. yeah. And that's not always the case. So I feel like if there's certain habits that you wanna do in certain settings, then you can do that if you feel like that's not gonna make you wanna bring that in your day to day mm. and turn it into a daily habit anymore. Cause mm. I feel like there's some settings where it is fun to do certain things and it's appropriate for the setting. That's true also. Mm. That does weigh heavily on your decision making. Yeah. But because then you end up binging whatever you're trying to yeah, stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's finding that balance, I think, sometimes because mm. again, it depends on what you're into and what your habit is. Yeah. But sometimes it's good to have that little thing that takes you away from your norm. Yeah. And it's sometimes it is part of your norm, actually. Let me take that back because sometimes mm. there's some things that you do that is a habit. Yeah. Like you said, waking up, when you wake up in the morning, you might have a habit of doing, mm. I don't know, whatever, X, whatever yeah. sets you up for the day. You take that away and then mm. your day is completely finished. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to run the same way. It's true. And even though what I said earlier on about um, being high functioning and things not affecting you too much, at the same time, what I will say is sometimes you don't realize how much something is affecting you, mm. you know, in terms of like the way that you think, the way that you move through the day, your thoughts. For instance, when I know that I do have an earlier night and I sleep better, I am literally like a different person and not just a different person externally, how I feel within myself, like my thoughts, the quality of them, what I'm thinking about is totally different from a day, say, again, to, to the earlier example, like a day where I have been vaping, mm. you know? So you kind of have to, when you're quitting something and it's hard, you have to remember that this moment is so temporary and what what's on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> Rhetorical question, but. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it does, it does mm. get you thinking because <laughs> as you said that, I was just thinking of, 
See me, yeah, I've not really ever got to a point of an addiction, I don't think. Mm. I don't think. Well, good for you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but I have had yeah. a point where I did have a habit of doing something, right? Mm. And it's a case of recognising, does it benefit me to do this or not? Yeah. But finding it out, if you've got no reason to find it out, it's almost impossible to pinpoint it. What do you mean? Like, if there's, like, that's what I asked earlier. If if there's no problem, what am I stopping? But then I feel like you're on a slope. Do you know what I mean? But because I've never ever reached Mm. to the furthest extent, I always feel like I've got it under control. That's a really fair thing to say, you know. Some people are like that where they have an innate detachment and some people have addictive personalities that's very true i am <laughs> was one of those people yeah like i know that i have a tendency to overindulge and mm. create a habit so for me i have to be very mindful of that and also for instance say with certain habits mm. say say you do certain mm. things <laughs> Enlighten us. No, I'm joking. So, you s- can I ask you a question? Yeah. yeah. Well, see these things that <laughs> you speak of, right? Like, yes. When you're these private things, yes. When you're no, now joking. in a place where you, mm. where it's taken, not taken away from you, but you're taking it away from yourself. How does it make you feel? It's more than that. It's thinking. Like, okay, for I'll be transparent. Like, for example, if I'm smoking something, whatever. Don't say smoking something. Let's be very... Because <laughs> that could be I just don't know if it was going to be blocked out if we posted it. We can do, but <laughs> don't say smoking something. Because it just sounds a bit wild, isn't it? Like, what should we... <laughs> you, you said addicted, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let the smoking part be in- interpreted, not the something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Say if you're smoking some weed sometimes, right? And it applies for cigarettes too. Go on. Well, you, 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 this is why we debrief. (laughs) 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 We just flipped a coin and (laughs) jumped in. But anyway, say if you're smoking, and then I'll use weed because it is a good example. So, say if you are smoking weed and it makes you feel really good and mm. clear minded and mm. connected and you can see things with more clarity, all of that is true in the moment. That is, for me personally, what is happening. Like, I am able to zoom out and see things from a bigger picture and have certain realizations. But that process is taking me from A to B in terms of a mindset, like a fixed lack mindset for example to suddenly an abundant mindset where i'm able to see solutions Mm. but what happens after is i haven't understood what the bridge is to get to a to b so in my day-to-day i don't know or didn't know how to go from that space into the next space and coupled with that i'm now having to pay the consequences of what happens when you're sober you know like you are more tired there are certain things your mindset is even worse than it was before for me personally Mm. so for me what kind of stopped me from smoking with that intention and more regularly and turned it into what we just spoke about a habit that well not really a habit as something that i enjoy in the appropriate setting yeah or on the off day Mm. um yeah on the off day what drove that for me was thinking about my growth and i was like i'm flashing from one place to another and I'm not learning how to do that myself so that was a motivator in terms of thinking about how can I be in that space you know how can I be in the B space permanently as opposed to the as opposed to using something to get (laughs) I'm messing with you (laughs) I'm messing with you um (laughs) you see like so when you're in that process right Mm. and you fall back Mm. How does it make you feel? It doesn't make me feel good. Like you do feel stagnant and behind and disappointed Mm. in yourself because, but also just time. Like you feel like you're wasting time because there's other issues in my life that I need to resolve within myself. But I keep pushing this issue forward. And again, 
with the example that I gave with my friend, that also made me realize that because I was like, I'm complaining about smoking too much and making this the issue, whereas I'm not dealing with the bigger or more mm. pressing issues that are harder to deal with instead. So you almost use it as an excuse or like a buffer. It's so much easier to complain about a habit that is affecting you but isn't super harmful to your life than to actually dive deeply into the things that hurt you more. 100% because then you've got to really look at change because let's say for instance somebody that mm. every morning they feel like they need to have a coffee, right? Mm. And there's something that they have, have looked into and said, I don't want to do that anymore. It's not yeah. great for me to start my day with a coffee every day. Mm. <coughs> but the reality is the reason why every morning they feel they need to have a coffee is because they have a terrible night's sleep the night before. Mm. But what's causing that night's sleep, the night, the bad night's sleep before might take even more out of them to deal with than, than just continually yeah. to have coffee every morning. Yeah. So there's that, that element of it. I think there's also a shame element of it almost. Mm. And I think that's a, a lot more personal. Yeah. Because technically, there should be no shames around in it. Because everybody has vices. 100%. Mm. It just depends on what your vices are. Mm. And sometimes, depending again on the personality trait that you hold, mm. you could fall into something based on your environment. Mm. So, have you been in a situation before, not peer pressure, mm. but your peers are doing something, you've got involved, and now it's become your reality without you even knowing it? Hmm. That's an interesting question. And what I will say with myself is I'm actually not a peer pressure person. Mm. If there's anything I've done and someone's had to twist my arm to do it, I kind of already wanted to do it. I just didn't want it to be my fault. Not peer pressure as in, try this or do this, but just more like... What I will say though is when you do certain things, like again, the, the smoking example, you do create like, an identity or a bond with certain people or like a group of people mm. and then and you have something in common and that would definitely played a part in moving away from it as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. that is hard you know one thing i do want to say though is as hard as it is to deal with the things inside of yourself that mm. are um affecting you it is just so rewarding. It's really not as hard as you think. Like emotions are so temporary when yeah. you move through them. So that's just a little side note that I wanted to put in that there were things that I thought I would never be able to look at in myself because they just made me feel so weird or ashamed or it was too vulnerable even with yourself, you know? Like it takes a level of vulnerability to even admit things to yourself that you've smoothed over or think you've smoothed over in your mind so once you do that it does turn you into a more braver resilient person and you trust yourself more so then when these habits are creeping up in you again you trust yourself because you're like actually it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be and I don't need it Mm. that's it as well like it's, it's going through the process of being without yeah and seeing that you don't really need yeah yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah, and just knowing, like, okay, if I am going to do this, instead of thinking, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this, and then cracking and doing it in the middle of the week and affecting mm. my whole week, I know that I'm going to do it when I have a couple days to relax. Like, I don't really have anything to do. To be fair, the thought's kind of... Not, most times, the thought's harder than the action. Yeah. Because it's, it's like you don't see how you're going to actually do this because you're so often doing the opposite. Hmm, what do you mean? So, for instance, even myself, right? There was a period where I used to eat a heavy lunch, let's say. Mm. And then I was always like, I don't want to do this no more, right? Mm. I want to eat a lot healthier, etc., etc. But the thought process of doing that, I mm. didn't even know how I was going to be able to do that because the first time mm. I tried it, I was hungry as hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't do this. Yeah. But now I'm in the habit of doing it I don't feel mm. like it just feels normal now. Yeah. 
That's it. And it's so quick. Like you started this only like a month ago or something. Not to expose your life, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Yeah, no. Basically, give or take. But in a month's time, it's just become second nature to you and you feel different, you know? Completely, completely, completely. On that same breath even like with me like I never thought I'd be the kind of person who could do like a a cycling class in the gym and stuff Mm. or at least do the whole class because I do like 20 minutes and then leave (laughs) so I can't even banter you about gym anymore done (laughs) I know this was a while I obviously haven't done it in a while but you didn't need to do that but (laughs) (laughs) you gotta be honest (laughs) but um yeah like I remember there was one point where it was just so hard and I was like I just cannot do this I'm gonna just leave blah 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 and um, in my head, I just started thinking of everything in my wish list on this website and all these things and how I'd look in these outfits and why it would be so worth it. And it was like a movie because I suddenly had all this energy mm. to finish the class. So that's what I mean. Like sometimes holding what you truly desire and believing that it's for you, like you can do that, gets you through. Yeah, there's, mm. a, there's a definitely a belief level behind it. Yeah, and what you say to yourself, like even one thing that shifted things for me, especially with smoking, because I'm not going to lie, like that habit really had a grip on me. Mm. So I changed my language. Like instead of saying things like, oh, this is so hard, or oh my God, blah, 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 withdrawals, this is this, I hate this, I just, all these things. Because you start with one thought and it's like a snowball, it just builds momentum. So then I'd start saying other things to myself, like, okay, you're going to have the clearest skin or it's yeah. not that deep. It's just a couple more days. You've done so well already. And I've, I've said this before, but definitely encouraging yourself and doing those kinds of things changes a lot. Mm. Mm. That makes sense. And distracting yourself helps. Because it's, it's, it's that dopamine release that yeah. keeps you doing something. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. And that part is really hard because, well, it's not hard, but that part is, is a huge factor because you can get dopamine through your whole day 24-7 in so many different ways. So even like a dopamine detox mm. is, is really hard. And even that, I would say to myself, okay, I'm going to, and this is for me how I'd set myself up for failure because I would say this weekend, I'm going to have a whole dopamine detox. I'm not going to go on my phone. I'm going to blah, 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 just, you know, dopamine detox but why do i need to do it for the whole weekend and then obviously did not do that whereas if i just did it for a couple hours in the morning it gave me what i needed and you can Mm. slowly build Mm -hmm. momentum yeah i think that's it sometimes you try and do too much at once yeah and that's like you said you're setting yourself and one habit at a time you know like say going back to your earlier example with quitting coffee make the habit into I'm going to do whatever it is that you need to do to have an earlier night. Like Mm. start with that and then slowly build up to that habit that you really want to quit. You know, there's no, there's never going to be anything bad that comes from playing the long game Mm. and being not easier on yourself, but just not having to struggle through everything. Like it doesn't need to be this, battle a huge journey you can enjoy the journey it can be you know it doesn't need to be that hard you don't have to punish yourself because you have that shame element of doing things that you know that you shouldn't be doing and I used to do that and it just made me smoke more (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely not the outcome you're looking for no do you think um humans are creatures of creatures of habit I think so. And I'll give you a small example, but a good one. Like even at work, say if you're hot desking, like Mm. that's the work environment, everyone still sits in the same seats. Mm. (laughs) We are creatures of habit. Mm. But you know that we've got a lot more to us than that, right? Like we can overcome habits very easily. You can, but we are creatures of habit. So you have to decide which habits you're subscribing to because... You can easily change a habit. Mm. And by easily, I don't mean overnight. I mean, you can reach that place yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, not in your reality anymore. Yeah. You know, I've had some crazy habits. That's that what I was going to ask you as a mm. follow on. Do you think there's any habits that will be stuck with you forever? No. No? No, because there's a habit in particular <laughs> that I thought was going to be 
a demon on my back for life, you know, that you're going to be fighting that forever. And I've just realized that life is so limitless, you know, like you really can break an attachment to something and it doesn't have to be like if you believe that this is going to be something that's going to stay with you forever, then it will especially if you feel ashamed of the habits that you used mm. to have then mm. you know if you don't resolve that then you it is kind of going to be a shadow following you around do you know what's crazy yeah? mm. i got this weird outlook sometimes mm. depending on the habit right but sometimes i feel like you just need to overindulge in it so that you're sick of it <laughs> like <laughs> You know what? I'm telling you right now, I have tried that. It doesn't work. It did not work for me. Yeah, sometimes I feel like you just need to see so much of it that you just don't want to see it anymore. It depends. Again, it's like crossing the line. It depends on the habit. But then that can send you over the edge if you're not. Because also, <laughs> that's what I used to think sometimes. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm just more addicted. <laughs> see, like maybe My that's body's the gotten used to trait. it now. Maybe mm. it's the personality trait. If you've got an addictive personality, maybe you're feeding that a bit too much. Maybe, maybe. Because I know some people who say quitting cigarettes, they've mm. smoked like a pack in one go to quit it. Obviously not that extreme, but like, you know, <laughs> but in, kind it, of. Yeah, but I've yeah, heard yeah. of people like that who've like chain smoked to get sick of it. I didn't do that, mm. but I did try to be like, okay, I'm going to just finish this pack as quickly as I can. And I just bought another one. <laughs> maybe it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough because for <laughs> me, my body just got so used to the nicotine. So it was, mm. you know, that, that's just what ended up happening. But again, it's having that self-awareness with who you are and what you are. Very much so. Mm. Very much so. Not one. Like there's certain things that I have never done because I just know what I can be like. Like gambling, for example. Can we touch on that? Gambling habit. Mm. Because I feel like that's a, such a dangerous 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 field yeah hugely unless, unless you've got control so i saw a story recently mm. trigger warning maybe possibly yeah yes, trigger, trigger warning because it, it gets really i've known some people who had some i saw a story recently of a, of a guy right mm. and he um he had a bad addiction this wasn't even a habit a bad yeah, addiction yeah. right to, to betting and then i don't remember where he stole the money from or took the money from i should say he took the money from, let's say it was his mum. It wasn't, but let's mm. just say. Um, mm. And it was a lot of money. And he put it all into gambling, right? Oh, Made some money, put, put it back in, etc., etc. Ended up losing it all, right? And then he's sent a message to the gambling provider. Mm. And I said, so this is online betting, right? I'm mm. talking about. And then he said to them, um, you can ban my account after this message. You can do whatever you want to make sure that I don't ever bet again. But please, can I have that money back? Mm. And they didn't give it back to him. That's just really pulled and on my heartstring. That's so sad. He unfortunately ended his life, right? As a result. Oh, wow. That's the extreme side of it, right? That's why I said definitely a trigger warning. Yeah. But it's that... Sometimes it's those little things that you don't factor into it developing into a big habit mm. like as somebody that does online betting myself i read that story and i was like how do you even get to that point because it happens you know like i can imagine like the, the thrill especially maybe if you're maybe if you win mm. often which <laughs> i don't clearly <laughs> i clearly don't um <laughs> but <laughs> like i'm good i i never win so <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's, that's what the yeah maybe there, that's what's helping me <laughs> in all seriousness <laughs> it's like those type of things do make me wonder because mm. it's like it does at the time that i'm doing it it's so minor and i don't do high stake bets or whatever mm. but then again i look at other factors in my life and maybe because i'm not pinning everything on this it's true. I, I read this. This was years ago. I read this um, kind of study that was done on gambling. Mm. And they were talking about how part of why that turns into an addiction was because gambling feels like 
to you that you can control it you know like you feel like you you know the odds you know the game mm. you it's not just rolling the dice you're being strategic but the hard fact is is sometimes you win and sometimes you don't it's actually not it's there's not something that you can you can't bet on gambling there's you know? not a, there's not there's not a science to it there's as much not. as you want to believe there's yeah. there's things that you can do to tip the scale in your favor yeah but there's not a science to always winning yeah it's impossible it's impossible it's not real like that's just that's just not a thing you know and i think the difference between someone like you and someone who goes too far down that line Mm. is the thought process behind it like you know that this is just a fun little hobby that you do sometimes just to indulge see if you win see if you don't like you you're going in knowing that you're rolling the dice it's a 50 50 thing whereas other people are going there to say if i just win this money then i'll blah 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 you know that's where the problem is when you're looking at things like that Mm. it's true and your reliance on it as well because again for some people i know people that make a living off it right yeah but let's say I don't that's know if you want to call it gambling. Mm. So that's like, let's say that's that's online betting and gambling, right? But say, because I read this story also, there was somebody during the height of crypto cryptocurrency mm. during COVID that put all their money into something off the belief of other people, right? Mm. And ended up losing it. So in a sense, that is gambling, right? Because your yeah. high stakes gambling because you've got no knowledge of what you're doing. Yeah. That person was chasing something because of what they saw mm. if that makes sense so it's not, it was bought into the dream yeah they bought into a dream right mm. but at the same time if they did succeed in that mm. now they would have been in a position more than likely where they would have felt that this is something i can continue to do yeah so sometimes it's like you don't even get into a position where you're allowed to go through you don't get you don't get you don't get a chance to to get through to the other end basically Mm. like sometimes you get involved in something and before you know it you're so knee deep yeah that getting out of that you don't even get a chance to do it Mm. which is the unfortunate side of like getting yeah addicted or it's true it's true like i've had i'll be honest i have had some addictions Mm. and i one it was a naivety on my part just not really seeing how that would play out or seeing the people around me and thinking oh they don't really have a problem so it won't really be a problem for Mm. me but these things you know you can't underestimate how quickly it becomes part of your personality your life your society Mm. and how just never say never like never think that you can go above science, you know, and how your body's going to react to things. And because also with things, you know, with things like drugs, for example, it's eroding you Mm. as each time you do it. If you think of your brain as like a lovely marble egg, each time you do it, there's a crack. So you're weakening not just your body and it craving things, but you're also weakening your mindset and you start thinking about everything differently, like your mm. life differently. Mm. So then you feel like you need things more. It's true. Mm. It's, yeah. It gets so real, so fast. If you know somebody mm. and you can see that the habit that they're getting into or addiction, we've gone past mm. habit to the addiction yeah, stage. Yeah, we've, right? we've gone deep now. So <laughs> the second stage mm. of habits is the addiction stage. If yeah. you can see somebody and they're on a downward downward spiral would you intervene i have done that yeah how would you do that how have you so with me like one thing that i learned just through myself is that no one actually a lot of people tried no one could get me out of what i was in Mm. it had to be me so that's one thing i've carried that not making it my responsibility when i can see someone doing something and just accepting the fact that they need their own support you Mm. know and Mm. you can support them to get that but you cannot do something for someone because no one could do something for me 
it really had to be me who decided enough was enough and then take the necessary steps like not seeing certain friends anymore not going to certain places being in certain places and saying no you know it's hard but you have to do it so with me it was more like noticing that someone's going through a tough time so they're indulging in certain habits more and just gently saying like are you okay because i'm noticing you're doing this more often like you should probably chill with that Mm. sometimes just saying that can be enough you know and they appreciated it a lot and they did take it on or at least were aware of it because sometimes you think no one's noticing what you're doing or you're not even noticing what you're doing you're just trying to alleviate your pain but sometimes it just takes someone saying like I see you, you know, are you okay to do that? One thing that doesn't help though, that didn't help me, I feel is giving someone a hard time for what they're doing. You know, it's, if someone's already doing something from a low place, Mm. kicking them when they're down is not going to help them. For sure. But there's the element of tough love that's needed sometimes. I feel like consequences and the harsh reality of that is the tough love. I would say love is what's needed Mm. you know i'll give Mm. an example like demi lovato she had that whole thing where you know she was hospitalized for her addictions you obviously didn't know that was there like a um document yeah 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 i saw it on tv yeah yeah yeah. there was that's where i'm getting that's that's my source for this (laughs) yeah but um one thing that really yeah got to me in a good way was when she she was in a really really bad state with her health Mm. so like i think at one point she was even blinded or something like she lost her sight like some extreme things happened as a result of what she did like she very nearly overdosed or i think she did overdose but then came back and then there was a long period of recovery and she was saying and people do think this that once you go so far it scares you into never doing that again but that's the journey of addiction you do relapse and she Mm. did relapse and everyone around her was so disappointed and so you know like how could you do this to yourself how can you put us through this again and i'm not saying that people around you who watch you go through things it's not hard for them it i think it's harder to watch someone you love go through these things really hard but one of her people i don't know who it was they just hugged her and just gave her so much love after it happened because they understood that as much as it's hurting us, you must be so hurt by yourself right now doing something that you so desperately don't want to do that you've now done again. And that shifted things for her, you know? It gave her people to fight for rather than fight with. Yeah, sometimes you just need the presence of people rather than people trying to offer alternatives and all that. Exactly, like it doesn't mean that people... It doesn't mean that the alternative is saying it's okay, it's fine. No, it was a mistake. but that's why I said it. Mm. Maybe tough love is the wrong word, but mm. reality, let's say. Yeah, I think the reality is more like, I love you. I know you love you. Like you can do this. I know you think you can't, mm. but you can. You know, or saying, like people who are in that position, they're very aware of what they're doing to their lives. Like they're in their life. You know, they're. You don't need to tell them you're ruining your life or this is what you're doing or do you know what's going to happen they know what's going to happen but a lot of people don't know some some people fall into stuff as coping mechanisms true and i guess when it's that earlier point then Mm. fine but i don't know i feel like i just feel like for me anyway i try to look at what is the outcome of this conversation like what do i want this person to understand Mm. and sometimes you can lecture someone and it's not really going to do something you know again like even a smaller example like say you've got um a child who just won't go to school or do their homework you can tell them like you're going to be this that and the other you're not going to have a good job blah 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 and it just makes them more anxious it doesn't really do any like they're aware of that they're Mm. aware that they're self-sabotaging and i think it's i try to think of what's the most effective thing i could say to them and the more effective thing that i could say is you actually could be something and right now you're letting yourself down and that's a shame 
you know and just point out because it's when you're in that place as well not just with drugs or addiction but in any kind of place you do feel so undeserving like you don't see who you are or your potential so mm. it's more beneficial in my opinion to be on the other side and tell someone like you are still capable of something amazing it's not all over yet like you remind them of who they truly are like speak to their soul i feel makes a difference you know yeah. like you deserve you even though you've done this that and the other and you're still doing it you are still deserving of good things yeah that that, that shouldn't define who you are as a person it shouldn't but it does like when like you do just feel so yeah because yeah. it's hard like you do just feel so ashamed and down on yourself and then you think no one else is having this issue that's it mm. it does feel very lonely when you're yeah going through things like that mm. it's crazy it's it crazy. does and even after the fact like when you've stopped doing the habit like again <clears throat> you do still feel like i can't believe i was even like that or mm. this that and the other and you just have to own it yeah definitely yeah definitely one thing i like to say is you know what i lived life (laughs) (laughs) want to tell the grandkids maybe maybe not but (laughs) but i came here on this earth to experience things and i experienced them i'm a multifaceted person you know if there's anyone out there who's struggling with those kinds of things like those are the things i told myself Mm. and it did help to remind yourself that you're more than this this is just part of your experience things change week to week year to year anyway so you can't hang on to you can't what you're going through at the minute you can't like i never thought that my life would be where it was at that point like if if i look back five years from that i never think i was there Mm. and i would never think that i could be here from where i was either no of course Mm. it's all part of the journey like you're saying yeah definitely is so on that note Mm. what is one thing one habit that you have in your life now that you're extremely proud of? Oh, I have so many. Okay, you can listen so more if you want. I just wanted to lighten the tone. <laughs> so go on. <laughs> and explain how so you got there as well. One habit I have that I love is meditating. Right, and how did you get there? What was your journey of that habit? It's going to go back to a dark place, but... Oh, wow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. At the time, I just really... Like, I kind of fell into it. Mm. And... um it gave me so much relief like it's not for everyone but I feel like it could be if you're just patient like a lot of people say and this is what put me off at first and what would frustrate me is that when you're meditating your mind is meant to be silent or it's not meant to wander or whatever and that's still not true for me sometimes like what I get from meditation Mm. and this is why I like guided meditations because whatever that person is saying I just repeat it in my head so my thoughts stay there but the purpose of it It's not to alleviate thoughts altogether. It's to bring your thoughts back, you know, to have discipline with that. And meditation actually transformed my life. Mm. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Another habit I love, which is a small habit, but every night I like to, or even like early, at some point in the evening, I before or even after I shower, I just like to pack everything away make everything neat and nice and just do a little tidy up and tidying as you go along it has actually been a hugely beneficial habit mm. Mm. i can see why yeah that's the key of this <laughs> one but why, yeah. <laughs> what about you <laughs> um getting a gym routine mm. is a habit that i'm very happy with that's really amazing very happy very happy yeah um, that journey in itself has been difficult in getting a routine and I still want to add more days to it but I think it's it's a mixture of the feeling you get afterwards mm. like I've never felt bad afterwards yeah obviously the personal progress you can see the changes after a while yeah not always straight away um, but you know what as well even though I don't even speak to well, there's a few people I just say hello to at the gym. Mm. But you know, like I said, it's a good feeling when you walk in and you see the same people all the, the time. Regulars the regulars, and you're yeah. a regular, yeah. yeah like, mm. you feel like... The gym friends. There's a comfortable level, like, when you're first mm. in there, still kind of just working. It, even mm. though nobody even cares what anyone else is doing, you're still trying to work out the room almost. Like, yeah. 
but feel when comfortable in a new space mm. when you're when you're a regular and you see your other regulars it's like that level of um achievement yeah mm. and it's like you're not doing even though you, it's your personal mm. thing you know this person's working the on themselves the same way as well yeah there's yeah, like there's this unity almost yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. you're all doing that and that is really special like when you're in an environment with other people and you're all sharing that same energy of growth and wanting to do better for yourself mm. it's crazy because you're not even talking about it you're just doing yeah and that's the beauty of it and you all know what you're doing what was that like for you with getting into that habit and turning it into a habit? because i imagine from when i've tried to do it it's really hard to like do something that's so painful to your body when mm. you're first doing it and building up the courage and i feel like with the gym there's so much that goes into the pre-routine as well, like setting all your stuff and... Definitely. It became a lot of um, self-reliant because mm. when I used to go to gym when I was younger, I used to go with a friend, first of all. Yeah. So there was always that us two leaning on each other, but mm. having to do it independently, seriously, mm. when it's not been something that has been part of your day-to-day makeup for a long while, mm. there's a lot of thoughts that go ahead yeah what keeps you motivated though what kept you motivated um i don't know you know i think it's the fact that i wasn't happy it's not that i wasn't happy with where i was but i Mm. knew i wanted to improve on what i was Mm. and there was points where i wasn't happy wherever i was let me not lie actually Mm. because within myself i'm like there's no reason i'm physically able Mm. mentally able it's something that i want Mm. so why why there's no reason for me not to do it it's true and i feel like when you get those first bits of progress that's when the game just changes and you just start feeling amazing 100 percent. and i want to be the best version of myself possible in all aspects like physically mentally etc and i've obviously i've got a physical setback from an injury Mm. and i feel like there was an element of that side of it where right, I'll never be 100% in my injured area, mm. but let me try and make the rest of me as mm. sustainable as possible for as long as possible. I love that so much. I can't remember if this is something I heard or read or just straight off the dome, but there's something about like strengthening. Oh, it's not. Someone did say this to me. There's something about strengthening your strengths so much that your weaknesses just aren't as impactful mm. anymore. Yeah. But that person who told me this, they said that one thing you do have to do just to go slightly off the topic is actually write down what your weaknesses are, but they called it improvements, you know, know what your weak spots are. So you know how to either strengthen those or strengthen things around that. But what I love about that is it makes me think of what I said earlier about life being so limitless because Mm. you could easily say, oh, well, I have an injury, so I can't do this. So, you know, and have that hold you back, but you just did it anyway and it's affected you i imagine a lot less than you thought it would 100 percent, 100 percent. it's just a reality check almost yeah you gotta check your reality sometimes you really really do and you have to accept that your reality constantly changes you know and be aware of that because i feel like that's such a warm feeling that you you can change your reality things can be different Mm mm-hmm yeah definitely mm. definitely all right well we've at that time of the show word of advice yep okay you want to kick one? off one okay <laughs> if not i can hit one go on um <coughs> word of advice would be patience mm. um i just feel with anything any habit good or bad is you've got to have an element of patience yeah and just go mm. through the process of it yeah mainly yeah i'll keep it short and simple i love that patience is such a good one i feel like i want to say that but i want to add to the conversation so i'll say (laughs) (laughs) my word of advice is probably self-awareness self-awareness know what your triggers are and when you know what your triggers are they don't actually trigger you that much Mm. yeah that's Mm. fair Mm. very fair so on that note, everyone, enjoy your habits, good or bad. However you <laughs> Don't enjoy, enjoy the them pods. too much. Don't <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Let us know when you listen to the pod. What's your habit of of listening to Alpha Waves? Yes. When do you listen to like your um listen whatever you listen to? On a given week. Yeah, whatever you listen to. Do you know what? I live in organized chaos now and I mm. love it. So I just set out, if there's something I want to listen to, I let the day unfold. Mm. And sometimes I'll end up listening to it when I'm on a walk or if I'm cleaning or in the shower. Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to live routinelessly. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I listen to it's like... It's working for me though, but yeah, go on. Why I listen to like podcasts mm. on my journeys. Mm. And then I listen to new music in the gym. That's a nice place to listen to new music because mm. you're just focused. Mm. And that's the only you time can fully appreciate can, yeah, it. You yeah, you can take in a whole project. Yeah. Oh yeah, you Seamless like doing thing. that, don't mm. you? I used to Start do it when I drive, but I just can't anymore. I like to just listen to mm. podcasts when I'm traveling. That's so relaxed. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I still listen to music on my journeys, yeah. but I'm trying to read when I'm on the train now because I feel like that's such a easy time to do that literally mm. yeah i think that's kind of why i do podcasts as well because you mm. can learn some stuff yeah i like to listen to podcasts mostly when i'm walking because i feel like like the same with the gym i guess your body is doing something so you're just more for me anyway able to take on the information yeah, yeah. and then apply it in some way that makes sense yeah well however you do enjoy this episode yes um if you're listening on spotify let us know there's an option on there to leave comments so let us know mm-hmm. and any other social media be get in touch with us yeah um we're always happy to talk yeah send us your issues or anything you need advice on yeah and we'll try our best to do what we do there we go (laughs) do what we do and until next time (laughs) thanks for joining us again thank you